We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back into the front stretch. Rolling into turn number two, and it's time for another Quaker Steak and Lube track champion interview. We uh, sat down December 21st at Quaker Steak and Lube and talked with several of the track champions from Shelby County Speedway, the home of the Tiny Lund. This time around, we're going to be talking with the Sport Mod track champion, Kevin Zeitner, driver of the number 60. Congratulations, man. I know it's been a long time coming for you. I'm, I'm at the right place, right? Well, yeah, this is the bank we'll one. I don't know. I didn't win a race, but doesn't yeah, matter. Got the points. Consistency is what counts. This is the banquet. Banquet. You can. It, well, I mean, well, listen. Probably as close as we're gonna get. Would honestly. you be more like Kevin Harvick and win what seven races and not a championship, or no races and a championship? I, I don't know. I only got one picture at Shelby County this year. <laughs> but but you got the tiny Lund win, didn't you? Last year. Oh, that was last year. Yeah, that was in 19. Getting my years all mixed up. But still, I mean, it's a track championship comes from consistency and preparation, uh, not necessarily from wins. You don't have to win every single race. I mean, you don't have to pull a Mike Nichols and win six win six races out of eight. <laughs> right. I, th- I think a handful of seconds and thirds, It was there was one DNF, and even then it was, uh, I think that was a bad night for everybody. I wound up 10th, um, and it was down to the final night. Um, one point ahead of Cade Richards. I had carburetor issues, um, started in, actually started at the shop, uh, changed carburetors, um, got one to just work, and had issues with it hanging in hot laps, same issue in, in the heat race, uh, finally found it, I had to start 13th, he wound up starting 7th, and passed him last, at, actually out of turn 4 uh, on the last lap, beat wow. him to the line. Really. And it was, again, you, you said you had about a one-point advantage or a deficit one, on Cade? One point. I believe if we crossed, we're, crossed the finish line where we were sitting at the white, we would have tied. I'm not sure who had the tiebreaker, honestly. Well, did he uh, win a just, race? Because he probably would have had the tiebreaker if he had. He, didn't. Uh, he did not win a race. No? You both had seven top fives, eight top tens. Corey Madden was stinking up the show. And he, <laughs> he, uh, he had to take the kids to... Go swimming one night, as old man Madden said. So we took advantage of that and um, got her done. Uh, Corey Madden, uh, 30 points back in third place. Cade Richards in second, just two points behind. Uh, been racing uh, sport mods for a few years. You started out in the sport compact class several years ago. I did, over at uh, I-80, actually, in 2000. Actually, odd fact, I tried to get started in 2006, um, my uncle Mel had a car for his two daughters, Shannon and Samantha. Um, they both raced it like a handful of times. That's when I-80 was running Friday and Saturday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. They were running two. They were running IMCA and NASCAR. Um, so in 2006, I hopped into that, come around turn two, and blew the motor. Oh. That was it. <laughs> Opening um, lap. I was still in high school. Next year around, I my grades weren't there. Dad said, nope, not racing. Really? So I called his bluff, and turned out he wasn't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so next year, I got my grades up. In uh, 2008, we got a Dodge Shadow and ran about a handful of shows and blew the transmission in that. And got a Cavalier, ran that for another four years, and... Stepped up to hobby stock and now I've been in the sport mod for four. So how long was the hobby stock? That was short lived. That was a four year stint. You were four really? years in the hobby. Didn't seem like it was that long. Man, alive! You've been racing for twelve years. This was, I think, my thirteenth season. Jeez. 
Good land. And which one's your dad? I apologize, I don't know. Dale. Dale. Okay. And we've had Dale on the show before, right? Yeah, we had. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you and your with, dad came on. Kevin, yeah. yeah, the f- first one we got a couple yeah. of years ago. You ended up, however it happened, you got left out of the Zeitner family show that we did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah well, well and the communication within families can be a little bit difficult at times. It's a little easier to communicate when you're in the same shop and me and him are not no. down at the Zeitner shop. So. Oh, so you're kind of the outsiders. In a sense. In a sense. I mean, still obviously part of the family. But right, right. You show up with, like, casserole, and they're like, God damn it, they showed up again. <laughs> thought Grandma lost the invitation this year. <laughs> Anyways, just kidding. Oh, I'm, speaking I, of Grandma's birthday today, I oh, wish no Grandma kidding. had a birthday. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you do that. Shortest light day of the year. By she the always way, reminds me. Even with the struggles this year, even with the obstacles you've, you've, you had to overcome. There was a lot. You were able to get the track championship at Shelby. Yeah. And that's been a that's a that's a, a pretty historic track that has changed yeah. ownership, changed management several several times, but still has that prestige of you want to go and win at Shelby, you'd love to go and win at the Tiny Lund. A track championship is just phenomenal. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, yeah, it was only eight races, however many cars we had every night, but it went down to the final night. Just as it did in 2018, we were actually in 2018, we were tied, me and Tom Van Dyke were tied in points. Um, so both championships I wound up with, I went into both nights with no more than a one point lead. Wow. What do you, what's your mindset going into that final night? How nervous are you? Especially with the fact you've already had carburetor issues at the shop that day. It's, I mean, like I said, I've been doing this for 13 years. It, it's, you got to treat it as just another night. Um, just focus on what you can control, and that's your equipment and your car. That, that's, that's really all you can do. That's got to be tough to do in this in the sport mod class because my biggest irritation with that class, I think there are great drivers in that class. I think there is really good people in that class, but there is an abundance of squirrels. Squirrels. So taking care of your own stuff not isn't even half that, the battle. I didn't knock your drink over. No. I, we don't need to talk about that. Did that all by himself? <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. It's that that happened in the past. I'm still, I'm, God, I'm still We're picking up pieces. Number two. <laughs> I mean, I, I drink so much Sam Adams, my laptop might as well smell like it. So, <laughs> I mean, why not? But I, I think that's got to be a tough. When, when you talk about all you got to do is take care of your own stuff and worry about you in the Grand National class, in the Bragg and Wright class, in a sprint car class, in a modified class, that's easy, easier to do because you could trust the guy next to you going into the corner to hold his line. Right. And I, my biggest irritation with sport mods is that hardly anybody can hold a line. I say well, hardly anybody as there's so many of those drivers that the top 10% can. Right. There, there's, there's so much competition in sport mods. Yeah. There's guys that have stepped down from A mods to go to sport mods just because it's a little more affordable for their mm-hmm. budget. Um, and it, there's guys that have been in sport mods for years. You're racing guys, um, Doug Smith, Cody Thompson, Sean Harker, guys across the area that can win anywhere they go in yeah. any given night. Um, and then you, you do end up with some guys that ju- just honestly don't know what they're doing and, and they're trying to go out and have some fun. There was one night at Harlan, final night. That was my bad night. Final night, the lap car spun, and me and him got together, and I wound up not finishing. It was just one of them deals where he he just honestly had no clue of what the car was, what was what the car was doing, or how to fix it. And was that there's, a tiny there's, lend? No, that was about mid-season. That was the beginning okay. of J- July. Okay. But there's a lot of those guys that just need some help. Yeah. Um, 
and they just kind of a hard time finding it. And it's got to be tough. They just help destroy your equipment for you to <laughs> Unfortunately, walk over the, yes. the night and say, hey, by the way, uh, this is what you could try next time. <laughs> yeah. There's usually some four-letter words that are involved in that and maybe throwing some things. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, I mean, this is, it's, this is more than, than just playing basketball. I mean, basketball players can get upset when they miss a shot and they don't make it. Football players can be upset when they drop a pass. Uh, baseball players can be upset when they drop an easy catch. Racers, it's much different because it's, it's your competitive side, but this is also your blood, sweat, and tears into this car right. and your money. It's this not is... just, hey, my great race car is now destroyed. It's my great race cars are destroyed, and now I have another right. $2,500 to Speedway Motors. Yeah, there, there goes my week away from right. my family, and right. there goes my overtime. Right. You know. You're going to have to work overtime in order to pay for this right, new debt because <laughs> right. you want to get back out there next week. It's, it's such a unique environment that, that when a mistake happens, it costs so much. Not just ego, not just performance, but money and time and blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kevin Seitner joining us, driving the number 60 sport mod throughout the area. Got the track championship in 2020 at Shelby County Speedway. Plans for 2021. You going back to... Uh, to defend your crown? Uh, I don't know. I really don't. There's a lot of flux with that track, as far as I understand. That not really sure what's going to happen with it, if the fairboard's going to renew, but... I know they had some issues with um, personnel as far as track prep goes yeah. this year. Um, they really struggled with that. Um, Did I, they get it I, right I've, those final two nights at the Tiny Lund? The track, the tiny lawn, it wasn't perfect, but it was a lot better than it had been uh, with Hop working on it. Mm -hmm. um, it. It was a lot better than it had been. Because uh, my understanding is uh, from about every time I was out there, <laughs> one of the hops was out on the racetrack working on it. And I was there, what, on Saturday at 11 a.m. doing the, uh, the cornhole tournament. So, it, I mean, they, yeah. they put a lot of work into that yeah, track. Yeah, towards the end of the, the, the regular point season, they were um, just kind of volunteering their help. Uh, they weren't really assigned or taking over full responsibility of taking care of the track. But mm -hmm. uh, from what I've seen, at Tiny Lawn, they took care of the track. And it, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't perfect, but it was a lot better than what it had been. That track was so far off. It, it was pretty close beginning of the season, and then they just had some issues, and the track just fell off. It's amazing to me how you can have every other facet of a track going perfectly, but if the track prep is wrong, that's a huge issue. Yeah. That it, it's, it's not one of 10, it's, it's now 50, 75% of the issue that people don't want to come out to a track that's Right, not you're losing right. a car count and people yeah. don't want to watch six cars race for a feature. And Plans for the future, are you going to continue in the sport mods? What, how many years have you been in them? Uh, this was my fourth year. So it's about time to move on, right? Uh, it's about time, but we'll see what happens. So you're moving get, on, right? Uh, we'll, we'll see. I got, <laughs> I got a lot going on right now. So, Did you get your application into Bristol? I did not. I was working today. Oh, that Bristol race is going to be interesting. And I, I, I don't blame anybody for throwing their name into the entry pool to try to get. I mean, the, imagine that you get to go race on the first Bristol dirt race in decades, Years. decades. Yeah. So let me just pour that salt into your wound a little bit longer. You only get a 15 minute break. 15 minute break in the morning, 30 minute at lunch. Okay. Union worker. Non-union. Non-union. Oh, then you ought to have breaks all day. <laughs> Something like that. I thought, I thought it was the union workers that got breaks, and the non-union workers had to had to keep working. No, no. I'm a sales guy. I, we don't I have just, a union. 
we have I a non-compete don't disclosure. Say okay at this point. Yeah, that's what do you do for job. a living? I'm an electrician. Oh, okay. That's fun. Is that fun? It's, it's it can be fun. <laughs> it can be, be yeah. Yeah, it can be awakening at times. With I got I got a question for you. I got to ask you about electrical stuff at the end of this. It doesn't matter for on air, so we're going to save right. it for another time. But I got to ask you a question about it. Kevin Zeitner, driving the number sixty sport mod throughout the area. What is the best case scenario? Where do you want to move up to? Are you a late model guy, or do you want to go uh, sprint car by any chance? I don't think sprint car is going to fly. Um, oh, they fly it, really it, well. It, it, it pro- that, that's what I mean. Pro- <laughs> why they got wings. <laughs> But a late model, yeah, last name, late model would be fun. But I just, as far as time and effort, the late model technology has progressed so much yeah. over the years. Yeah. Um, and, and you really got to be on top of it. It's being in a shop with my cousins, they're, they're working on their stuff all the time. And, and if they're not, it shows. Yeah. Um, but a modified, yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Um, we'll see what happens in the future. Girlfriend's out of the room. Is, is, is there been any kind of... Oh, she'd be all for whatever. So you would like to move into the sport and the modified class someday. Late model would be pie in the sky if you could find a bunch of sponsors just throwing um, you money. Late model, yeah, I think it'd be fun. I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a matter of I don't think I can do it. I just... It's the amount of time and effort it takes to put into one of those. Um, I, I, see, I see what goes into those. I, I've seen it um, over the years. Gr- grew up around late models, so... Right. With my job at times, there's it, it kind of it's questionable. Yeah. Um, as far as the modified goes, yeah, there is a lot of time and effort that, and money that goes into those. You see guys like Chris Abelson work it by themselves. Yeah. Um, and I've been I've had some help um, from time to time throughout the years, but um, most of the time I've been by myself, and I'm just kind of used to that aspect of it. I honestly don't think I could make that happen with a late model. If you got a one bedroom apartment, where's your shop at? Your dad's? Our shop is in South Omaha. Okay. So I'm not too far from there. Okay. So you don't get you don't have to spend too much time away. A house in the future anytime soon? Maybe with the big car? Uh, big I'd garage? like to. Yeah. Now's the time to buy it here. Yeah. Even though the market's a little high, the interest rates are amazing. Right. I hear. I don't know anything about that. That's what I've been told. Yeah. All right. Kevin Zeitner, driver of the number 60, sport mod throughout the area, track champion at, at Shelby County Speedway. I know what it was now. Uh, you got your, uh, would you consider it your biggest win of your career at I-80 Speedway earlier this year? Um, God, I really don't know. That one, that one ate me alive. But beginning of the year, my second win of the year, of the year was at Corning, Iowa at the Adams County Speedway. And I grew up going to Sunset. I grew up going to Adams County, a little bit of PJ. But obviously, Sunset's not around. I'm not able to race there. Um, being able to go to Corning and win a race at a track that I watched my dad race at as mm-hmm. a kid with him there, that, that was pretty special. I mean, it, there was no fans in the stands. It was pretty odd pulling out on Victory Lane with nobody out there. It's like, yeah. what, what are we doing out here? You but felt, it probably was, felt a little ripped off. You were exp- yeah, but, but still, just the fact that it, um, holding off guys like Josh Most, um, Josh Sink, John, um, Sean Harker, um, those guys gave me a gave me a fight and was able to hold them off yeah. and get the win. Um, that that one that meant a lot. And the I eighty one, I remember you posted about it was because you had worked so hard for so long and had such bad luck yeah. in I eighty. That's the tr- the track I started at and taken from two thousand eight to <laughs> w- what this year twenty twenty yeah. to finally get a win there. I mean, I've won everything else: heat races, B features, whatever. 
hot laps, you call it what you want. <laughs> I don't know. But just that A feature eluded that, you, and it, it yeah. eluded you not only as, as, as getting the A feature win, but just some of the bad lucks and hard wrecks you've had there. Yeah, and that, that was actually the third race um, in the sport mod that I had started on pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, started on pole, that, I mean, that helped out um, a ton, obviously, but we had caution after caution. And, and that being said, we had a caution uh, to start, and the two uh, features that I started on the pole in that sport mod, one being in 2018, started on pole, took off good, had the lead, had a caution. Restart, wrecked in two. Mm. Uh, earlier this year, started on pole, took off, had the lead, everything was fine, had a restart, wrecked in two. Uh, so that third one, start on pole, took off, left them, was thinking, all right, this is good. Another caution. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'll just I've, seen, I've seen this two other times before. It's not going to happen again. Yeah. And we had that initial restart, and everything went good. Had, what, two or three other restarts after that. And as Dylan Peterson and uh, Matt Andrews behind me, I mean, no slouches behind no, me. And I was able to keep them behind me. Yeah. So. That's I, awesome. I take that one with pride. I would definitely. Uh, congratulations on that. And a big congratulations to the track championship at Shelby County Speedway. This year was a difficult one, and it was consistency on a 15, 18 race weekend schedule is much easier than eight. Yeah. And that's difficult to do. Yeah, and it was not only um, racing at Harlan, but racing out of other tracks. Um, that, that night we got together with the lap car that started a string of just horrible luck the car got had to be sent to razor to be fixed went a night at i-80 everything was fine wound up third then uh went out to corning wrecked wound up off turn three got it fixed went out to i-80 wrecked again and it, it was just three out of four weeks it was replacing everything yeah it, it was it was brutal in the mid, middle of the season, and then trying to find the car again while going for the, for a championship. It, it was it was difficult, but we found a way. It paid off for you. Congratulations on hanging in there and getting that win. Well deserved. Good job, man. Thank you. Why don't you uh, tell us about some of them sponsors that help you out? Thank you. First off, I got to thank Grandpa and Grandma, Zeitner and Sons, everybody at Zeitner's, uh, Leon. For one, I've got to thank Razor Chassis, Dirt Track spe- Specialist, Brian Larimore. He does a great job with uh, with keeping the car hooked up to the track. The Speedway Graphics making the car look great. And everybody else who's helped. My dad, Kylie, everybody who's helped out along the way. I the hottest crew chief in the, yeah. in the pits. Yeah. <laughs> Kylie, the hottest crew chief. I couldn't do it without all the help from everybody along the way. Congratulations, man. And I uh, can't wait to see you out at the racetrack in 2021. Yeah, can't wait to be there. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in uh, turn number three on the front stretch. If you love wings, if you love rings, and all kinds of other tempting things, great times, great food, get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Quaker Steak and Lube is the official watering hole of the front stretch and the home of MAV-TV, featuring action from the Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Great times, great food. Too quick to stake a lose. 
Located on Mid-America Drive in Council Bluffs. We all have that co-worker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par. 95 mile an hour fastball. Bench press 375, brah. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs' premier indoor karting track. Professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your co-worker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5278. Joe's Karting. White Knuckle Racing just across the river on 20. 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17. 